0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the All Sports Podcast. I am your host Juan Rodriguez. You guys can be either call me JR, good old JR Junior, or Juan, whatever works out for you guys. But before we get to the show, we got a couple promos for you. So first up, we got Prime Equity Mortgage. They deal with uh or they operate wholesale. They work with 50 leading banks to get the client the most comfortable loan for their situation. They deal with FHA, VA, conventional, and hard money loans. They also help people refinance their homes. You can find them under the Andrew Casado Home Mortgage Group on Facebook. Any questions? You can email my good friend Jay Avalos at pemtg.com. That is J A V A L O S at pemtg.com. Next up, we if you're in the Rolling Heights area of California. We got Happy Hippie Massage. You can find her on Instagram. She is a massage therapist and health educator. Message her for rates, prices, uh, health education advice, uh, life choices, healthy life choices. And as well, she is giving out certificates right now. So Valentine's Day is going to be coming faster. It's going to be coming sooner rather than later. So why not get yourself a good couples uh, massage therapy. Uh, She does mobile as well. She follows every COVID-19 protocol. So again, that is Happy Hippie Massage on Instagram. Uh, Next up, we got Custom Lily Creations. She is an amazing t-shirt designer. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook. She ships nationwide. Message her for rates, prices. You can design uh, everything. Anything you want your t-shirt to be. So whether it's a family reunion t-shirt. A you know, party t shirt, a custom sports t shirt, any type of t shirt you could think of. Custom Lily Creations, she's very talented and she's very reasonable. Look her up. And lastly, we have Eposky custom cups. You can find them on Instagram, they also ship nationwide. Message them for rates, prices, design you know, everything. Anything you want your cup to be. So, whether you want to give somebody a cup. For a birthday, maybe a special occasion, or maybe you want a cup of your own because your Cubs keep disappearing at home. Maybe you want one for yourself. That Eposky Custom Cubs, E-P-A-W-S-K-Y. Look them up on Instagram. They're very talented and their designs are amazing. You will not be disappointed. So today, we got a good one for you today, folks. A couple of NBA games went on today, so we'll recap those games and scores as well as we have a new Heisman trophy winner. So, let's get to it starting with the newest addition to the Heisman uh house. We got DeVonte Smith, the wide receiver out of Alabama. This is the first time a wide receiver has won the Heisman since 1991, that is also the year I was born. So, it's pretty good to know that uh you know, they didn't look at this and They didn't pick a quarterback because the other ones were Mac Jones, the quarterback of Alabama, Trevor Lawrence, the potential number one pick in this year's NFL draft, and Kyle Drask, a potential first rounder, the quarterback out of uh, Florida. I'm really glad Devontae Smith won this award Um, because every year, whether it's college, uh, the NFL, it always seems rookie of the year, offensive player of the year, MVP. It usually goes to a quarterback and it's been getting that way ever since football is now becoming a very passing uh time now. I do like this pick. I do like that the voters finally went with their eyes, because Devontae Smith was the best football player in college football. A lot of people are gonna be upset, well, he's a wide receiver, you know, you need somebody to throw the ball to. Well, I'll put it to you this much. You know, the saying goes that the sometimes the quarterback makes the wide receiver. The wide receiver made the quarterback. Um, this kid is amazing. This kid is unstoppable. He's close to... He was close to breaking almost every record. He's going to win the Fred Belitnikoff Award. He's going to win all these other great awards down the road. Uh, but the Heisman was really the cap of it all. It was really the mantra of what... College football really is. They, the voters finally got it right. They voted for the best player regardless of position, and I'm glad Devonte Smith won it. Now, I mean that's going to add a little bit of extra umph, a little extra ching, to his draft status. Now that he enters the draft, um, it's going to be amazing to know that he's going to be well regarded in this year's draft. A lot of good wide receivers, but that little extra hardware. Can bump you up a few spots, and I'm really happy for Devontae Smith. Now, the other ones were just as deserving, but Devontae Smith deserved it just as much. They really, everybody played great ish. Devontae Smith is a cut from a different cloth. He was the best player in college football, you know, regardless of position, uh, whatever the case may be. He was a wide receiver, and he was the best player on the field. No matter what. Regardless of position. He was the best. So I'm really glad. The voters saw it the same way. Most of America did. Um, There was you know. There's always. Hoopla and debates on why. You know this guy should have won it. This guy shouldn't won it. Um, This brings back to 1998. When the final four. Were Peyton Manning. Who we end up knowing. That he would have a great career. Ryan Leaf. Who ended up being one of the biggest busts in NFL history. Randy Moss to being one of the best wide receivers of all time. And Charles Woodson. Who is now a finalist. Who was, made, who was named one of the top 15 for the finalists for Pro Football Hall of Fame today. So congratulations to him. But before all that he won the Heisman in 1998. And a lot of people were really confused. You know there was Peyton Manning who was you know, arguably the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of college. There was Ryan Leaf with his sensational season in Washington State. Randy Moss did his thing in Marshall, but Charles Woodson was really the best player, regardless of position. And that's what I want people to understand. Just because you play the quarterback position doesn't mean that you're automatically a shoe in for all these MVPs, all these awards. Yes, I get it. The quarterback is the most scrutinized position in all of football. Because when the t- when the team wins, they get all the credit. But when the team loses, they get all the blame. I'm not disregarding that. However, I will say, Charles Woodson, same thing happened in 1991 with Desmond Howard. And now today in 2020, the best player won the award. So Devontae Smith, you know, congratulations. Welcome to the House of Heisman. And it is so awesome to know that the voters are finally opening their eyes and seeing that it's not always just a running back. It's not always just a quarterback. Other positions are just as important. So to Devontae Smith, it's going to be awesome. And hopefully um, the championship game does go on. There was reports today. Ohio State having some COVID-19 cases. Uh, but from what I heard, everything still as planned. For January 11th. So it's going to be nice to see these guys play one more time. Before they head off to the NFL. And I can't wait to evaluate the talent. And it's going to be a good time. So moving on. We got the NBA. The NBA had a few games on today. Including games like. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. Including games like. The new or the I'm sorry the Brooklyn Nets taking out the Utah Jazz who won 130 to 96. Uh this was a pretty b- bad beat up by the Jazz. Um, uh, they just were not ready for Kyrie tonight. He exploded onto the scene with ni- uh, 29 points and he did everything he can to help his team win after a debacle a couple nights ago when both him and Kevin Durant missed the game winning shot. And we all know what Kyrie said, that this is going to be the first time he's played with somebody that can shoot as well. And that just wasn't the case a couple nights ago. But tonight, everybody was on fire for the Brooklyn Nets. And for the Utah Jazz, no biggie. Just pick up, regroup. The season's still young. So that's always good to know when it comes to the Utah Jazz. Another game that was played tonight, we had... A very close one, the Chicago Bulls taking on the Portland Trailblazers. The Bulls ended up winning 111-108. to 108. Of course, you know, you had Damian Lillard doing his thing. You know, he had his uh, good amount of points with 24. C.J. McCollum with 26. Uh, everybody else, you know, was just kind of piggybacking off of it. Carmelo Anthony coming off the bench with 12. Uh, but the Bulls really took it to him today. They really did. Porter Jr. with nineteen, uh, White with twenty-one, Zach Levine with eighteen. Uh, look, the Chicago Bulls—they uh, might be four and four, but they are really—they're starting to put it together. I know it's going to be a little bit more than just another year or two for Chicago to really pull it pull it together. But they're they're building something special over there, and if you know, a lot of fans aren't seeing that. But I believe in this Bulls team. I really do believe that these guys can pull it together. And they can make something really happen before it's all said and done. Uh, the Portland blazers they fall to 3-4. and four. Uh, I don't think this is a panic mode right now. I think it's just not exactly what Portland th- had in mind. I'm pretty sure they had other aspirations to get to. So it was kind of a... I'm not going to say it's a letdown, but it's one of those games where they have to forget and they have to move on. Because the West is just a tough... Tough standing right now, where everything stands. So, um, we'll see what happens with the Trailblazers here coming up in a couple days. Next up, we got the Timberwolves taking on the Nuggets. The Nuggets ended up winning one twenty three, one sixteen. Um, look, the Nuggets look nice. They look nice tonight, but they got to pull it. They, they got to recapture that magic that they had last year. They're trying to get recapture that magic they had to, that took them to the Western Conference. And they're not getting that right now. Minnesota, again, there wasn't really a lot of can they do this, can they do that. But I truly believe they're building something there. It's going to be a while before Minnesota takes its place. Before they really put it together. But when you got players like D'Angelo Russell, Beasley, Lehman, Ricky Rubio, you know, it's going to be it's gonna be time before this Minnesota Timberwolves team puts it together. So we'll see what happens there. And then always, you know, the sensational, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, we'll see how that ends up going with him. So hopefully, you know, stuff happens and hopefully he gets back on the court sooner rather than later. Uh, another game that did pass on today. The uh, the San Antonio Spurs took on the Los, the Los Angeles Clippers today, and it really went down to the wire. I mean, truly went down to the wire. Um, you had the Spurs ended up winning one sixteen or one thirteen. Uh, Kawhi decided to kind of make that last heroic. He made thirty points, but he missed the last shot, the last shot to tie the game to send it to overtime, and that's a bummer. That's truly a bummer cuz the Spurs were in control in the first half then the Clippers had an amazing an amazing outburst of points in the third by scoring 40 and it was just the fourth quarter they kept it close the Spurs made the plays the Clippers didn't that's kind of how it goes but there's no shame loss here there's really not the Spurs are now 3 and 4 the Clippers are still in good good position at 5 and 3 Uh, they just have to get over this game really fast. Um, I like what this team's doing with Batum, Leonard, Patrick Beverly. It was, you know, it was a good show. It was a really good show. Paul George didn't play today. He had a sore right ankle. Uh, Morris Jr. was out with a sore right knee. Uh, The only thing is uh, Lou Williams coming off the bench with 15. They need more out of their bench. Patterson only gave him five. Zubac only gave him two. Uh, Jackson only gave 8. And the Serge Ibaka only had 3 points in total. And Kennard only had 9. It's more than just a 3-man show up there. But the way they're looking right now. The way they look tonight. It was just a Kawhi Leonard show. And sometimes that's just way too much to overcome. Uh, the Clippers are still in good spot at 5-3 and three, though. So I wouldn't really worry about it. Now however... I would worry about that bench and how it's been playing these last couple of nights. Hopefully, with the injuries, they stop piling up for the Clippers and they get right back on track here soon because every game that passes by and the more injuries they occur, it's not going to end well for the Clippers because the Clippers are on a one-more-year deal. and What I mean by that is, should the Clippers fail to even reach the NBA Finals, there is a chance that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard leave after this NBA season so the Clippers have all the pressure in the world with a little time to waste so hopefully they pull it together and lastly you have the reigning champs Los Angeles Lakers take on the Memphis Grizzlies uh the Lakers ended up winning 94-92 that brings their record to 6 and 2 and the Grizzlies had them in the half they had them in the half but the Clippers just kept bouncing back or the Lakers I'm sorry they just kept bouncing back and that's that's just the way it goes. LeBron James 11 of 20, 26 points, 3 for 3 on the free throw line. Uh the Grizzlies are just a team that has no identity right now. They really don't um I don't know what Memphis what it's going to take for Memphis to take what it's going to take for them to win, but the Lakers look everything that you would expect a reigning champion to be. Anthony Davis and LeBron James with twenty six, uh, Schrader with twelve, Kuzma with five, Marcus Saul with three, uh, Harrell with nine, Morris with five. Uh, the only thing is, is Horan Turner went from preseason hero to bench really, really fast. Uh, The Lakers felt that they had somebody there, but it's just not working out for them right now. So we'll see how this goes, but Dudley did not play because of Coach's decision. Cook did not play, and McKinney did not play, but yeah, LeBron, phenomenal game today. Anthony Davis, phenomenal game today, and we'll see how this goes. We shall see how this goes because the season's still young, but the Lakers look like they're on the verge of being one of the better teams in the NBA and it's just it's crazy to see that they are just looking amazing right now the way they're looking and the way they're playing they're playing lights out uh 6 and 2 There are only two losses came in opening night and against the blazers that usually happens but 6 and 2 is not a bad, bad way to regain your uh spotlight with Memphis, it's just a rebound game for them. So, we'll see how this goes. And on top of that, that is going to do it for tonight. It's kind of a bit of a short night here. Not a lot of action as far as professionally. Um, The only thing... Oh, actually, we do have some breaking news right now. I'm just getting it. Give me a second. So, the Houston Texans... Have finally hired their new general manager, and it is Nick Casario. That is very interesting. He is the former Patriots director of player personnel. So he would, you know, work with Bill Belichick about evaluating talent, whether it's the pros, uh, college uh, prospects coming out. But uh, the Texans tried to grab him a couple years ago, it did not go through. So. Sorry, with the yawning. Oh, my goodness. They tried to get him with the, a couple of years ago with uh, the from the Texans. It just wasn't working. You know, the Texans tried to get him away from the Patriots. Uh, so that's why the Texans made it official that Bill O'Brien was going to be the head coach and the general manager, and that was disappointing. That was a very disappointing way to turn it out. But now uh, step one is done for the Houston Texans. Get your general manager. Uh, look. Look other than this season um you have to you got to go for this uh Nick Cesario is a very intelligent man um he's worked with Bill he's you know drafted some questionable players but he's also drafted some very good players you have to go for this if you're the Houston Texans you need to draft winners and up until this point the Patriots were winners you get a winner as a general manager. Now you got to get a winner for a head coach to keep Deshaun happy, to keep J.J. Watt happy, and to get the fan base of Houston happy. They want a winner. The patience of what Bill O'Brien did is very thin. Uh, fans are not going to forget Bill O'Brien, how he gutted this team out of picks, cap, everything. Um. Other than that, I cannot see a situation where this doesn't work. This has to work for the sake of Deshaun Watson. They cannot waste another year like they did with Deshaun Watson this year. He led the league in passing. He was phenomenal at quarterback. Very phenomenal. The problem is that team is horrendous. So Nick Cesario has to come in and really make a good impression on Deshaun Watson. Because if not... It's just gonna be bad news for everybody. Deshaun Watson could fall into the category of Matthew Stafford. Great individually, terrible team. So other than that, that's gonna do it for today. As always, I am your host, Juan Rodriguez. Um, you can always catch it every day. If you click on the bio, you click on the tab. Um, as always, I want to thank everybody for the major support I get for the show for the love the comments everything it is such a blessing to know that you guys are listening out there and i love it i love the interaction i get with fans i love the interaction i get with people so don't always don't be afraid to leave me a comment on the show you love it you hate it i'm all for it and as always we will see you tomorrow with more news and hopefully this coaching carousel gets taken care of real quick because playoffs start on Saturday and they need to get a head start. So until then, I'm your host and I will see you guys later.